Welcome to Promo Cares Radio, where we dive into the good being done in the promotional products industry. From general philanthropy to cause marketing to giving programs, we're here to shine a light on those inspiring stories that are helping to improve the world through promo. And now, Promo Cares Radio with your host, Roger Burnett. This is Promo Cares Radio. My name is Roger Burnett, co founder and president of Promo Cares. Promo Cares is a 100% volunteer initiative created to lift up and recognize companies in the promotional products industry using their businesses as superpowers for social good. We help suppliers, distributors, decorators, service providers, and end buyers alike become a bridge for positive social impact. We do this through best practice sharing, online and in-person collaboration efforts, and helping organizations with their give-back work by marketing their efforts and telling their stories. It's been a wonderful, difficult, time-consuming, but immensely rewarding year of Promo Cares Radio podcasts. And as we close the calendar year that is 2018, it seems only fitting to take a look back at the nine hours of conversation had on the podcast this year. In doing so, a number of themes revealed themselves and specific guests brought compelling thought processes to the reasons behind using their businesses as superpowers for social good. So join me, if you will, as we take a look at these themes and examine how our guests express the commonality amongst them, regardless of their position, gender, age, background, or experience. This episode is titled, Good is Good for Business. While statistics may be manipulated for the sake of a narrative, it's difficult to discount the staggering numbers available that suggest good is indeed good for business. Undeterred, instead of taking the word of people we don't know, we made a point to ask guests on the show this year to share their perspective on the topic. Take note of the quantifiable statistics you'll hear shared in the program, but don't lose sight of the greater good articulated in the stories found here. When a business has a purpose greater than the dollars it generates, when employees wake up in the morning knowing they'll spend the next eight or more hours at a place where their efforts support a larger cause, when customers have a chance to see what your brand stands for, they all respond with their dollars, with their loyalty, and with a shared sense of gratification. Important. And the fact that Dan is a part of our family, my sales of Basecamp are up one. 121%. Believe that we are and have been as successful as we have been because of what we do. And I'll give you some good examples. Um, first of all, you know, we're what, 11, 12 years into our business. We've had three years of 20 plus percent growth each year. So 60 some odd percent growth in the last three years alone. Um, our margins are, you know, close to 40. Like, like by all the metrics, I think we're successful. In- so we thought we were like, we're going to, we're, we're getting this in the hope that we can take yeah. on bigger orders because we don't want right. to say no anymore. And at that moment was when everything just fell onto us because we joined uh, NYSID or New York State in, um, Industries for the Disabled um, and that got us government contracts because we're a disability employer that allows us, that allows government contracts that to skip the entire bidding process because what they're like, you guys are doing a social good and we're a full nonprofit. So they, they, they love that because everything is completely transparent. Like you can just go and look up everything about the organization. Um, and they, they started funneling business our way and testing the water with it. And so that's it. We're testing all that stuff through 2016, 2016, 2017. They dropped the, they were like, Oh, the MTA want to give you some jackets. 
and we end up doing all of the jackets for Metro North of the MTA, the the the, the subway. Someone who may have um, been taught or have a belief that they should leave their sense of philanthropy at the door when they come to work. What would be your advice for them? Well, I don't see why anyone would would think that. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I'm being honest. Why would why would you ever want to leave that at the door when you come into work? Uh, that, yeah, I, I don't. I wouldn't even fully understand that because you want to you want to share that with your colleagues and your family, and that's a big part of your sure. life, right? So why would anyone ever tell you to leave that at the door? I would be. I, I love being involved in, in other people's uh, charities and in the community and organizations. And, and I love being invited to events like that because it's great to give back and it feels really good. And, and you know that your, your money is going to a good place. The market was extraordinary. They wanted samples. They wanted videos. They wanted images. They immediately started a track of how many uh, large corporations support the wounded warriors. It was a frenzy. They, when I had Dan at the PPAI show, you would think I had a rock star. People wanted huh. to be near him. They wanted to come meet him. They wanted to hear more about his story. And they started booking um, him for their national sales meetings. They wanted to hear from him. So it was, it was extraordinary and, and it was exciting. And we were all, we were all excited. We were all um, surprised and it was, it was just beyond our wildest expectation. Do want to measure ROI and this is completely measurable. Yeah. Well, it's, Basically, every single business venture that we start, we fire bullets. It's a concept from great by choice. It's follow-up from good to great Jim Collins' book that we've integrated into our you know, guiding principles of our company. And so I always start with ten or ten, between 10 and 20 tries. And if out of 10 tries, you get 10, it's amazing. I mean, that's, that's great. If you, if you get out of 10 tries, you get seven. That's great. Out of 10 tries, you get one. That's, it's a non-starter. So the concept of starting with 12, it was, it just followed this original concept of firing bullets. And so I pitched 15 shops and some of them were very evident, like Brett Bowden from printed threads. He's one of our training partners. I had been doing a lot more work with them, kind of developing a friendly relationship with them at the time. So I pitched him, um, I think second, the first person I pitched was a partner that has a brand and, and does a lot of branding for, for us. Um, and, out of 15 pitches, 12 said wow. yes. Jackets and they need imprints on the front and the back and the inside front and the outside back and all this. And we made that work out of 1500 square feet. We made a like this enormous like six-figure contract work out of square feet. And that at that point we went, we've learned logistics in this in this space. We've learned how to cycle things around the room. We're also breaking everything down into its constituent parts to try and teach people with disabilities to do it. So everything gets distilled to its rawest form and then taught that way. So it actually helps everybody else too. Like it helps me understand stuff because 
I have to sit and break it down and go, how does this process work from start to finish? Reclaiming a screen or, 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 or scooping ink from a screen or all those things that people don't think about. And it makes it an absolute cinch to teach everyone at that Absolutely. point. Um, and that, that was the rocket fuel. That was when everything just went. Uh, since that moment, I... Um, now, this past year, we actually launched in all 1,000 Ulta locations across the country. Um, and to date, we've donated over 200,000 headbands to kids with cancer. And a couple of initiatives that have kind of come out of this and going to the hospitals um, and kind of seeing more of not just headbands that are needed but um other experiences for patients like uh, creative outlets so we started a diy headband program where they can design and create their own headbands which is really fun and then we've also been a part of hosting hospital proms at children's hospitals for for kids who can't go to prom and you know the bigger we get the more room we have to be able to do things like that i mean i set a goal when i created that campaign to sell one million wristbands uh, for a couple of reasons. One, that would keep me motivated on the campaign, uh, one wristband at a time. And to date, I've sold hundreds of thousands of wristbands um, simply from creating that campaign. So, yeah, it's a really simple, um, it's a simple model to follow. Uh, I just got a, a, a really nice email from um, a company in Michigan, and Jeep is their, uh, the Jeep uh, is, is, is their number one um, end user, and that's their uh-huh. client. And Jeep specifically asked, one, we'd like to hire Dan to speak. Um, Two, we'd like to ask him if we can put the Warrior Spirit Retreat on all of our products. Wow. Three, can we we use Dan and his story in all of our marketing material? And that just happened yesterday. So I haven't even told Dan yet. Yeah. yeah. So look at Dan. You just got uh, look at that right right here live on yeah, it's news to me. This is great. <laughs> it's huge. Radio, ladies and gentlemen. It's huge. Um, and these kids' lives that are now being abandoned by their parents, and their parents having the ability to take care of them. These kids having the ability to take care of their parents, and um, came out with the concept of starting all made, doing it with U.S. fabric, doing it with um, twelve shops the goal is to get 12 shops only to start it to start really small and then that's basically was the next part of that year of finding 12 people to go back to haiti and start to build this and we found 12 screen printing shops that were from all different parts of the industry from boutique to brand to to production to water base to plastic from maui to knoxville tennessee and all like this different collective to help us build this this shirt. And I think we're we're only a few years away from people no longer looking at business and saying, "Oh, that's a for-profit business or that's a not-for-profit." I think the new paradigm going forward is that people are going to say, "That's a for-purpose business." Oh, and that one over there, that's a not-for-purpose business. Mover on this this sort of uh systematic built-in brand good thing within the, within the buying groups and now we see the others following suit well that that sort of tickles me to tell you the truth i think that's just outstanding 